Well, welcome everyone to the Coffee and Crime Scenes podcast. Uh, my name is Caitlin, and this is my really good friend and ex coworker and other CSI. My name's Monica. Um, so, just for intros, we kind of want to tell you guys um, a little bit about us and how we got into the field. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Um, you can go first. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so honestly, like, I don't even know how I got into crime scene. I mean, I know, like, after I graduated high school, I was like, what am I going to do? You know, I had no idea. First, I thought I was going to, you know, be a nurse. And then I was like, I just I don't even know if that's for me. And so I think me and my mom were actually looking one day and we were going through um, some programs at SPC and uh, she had brought up like digital forensics. So originally that's what I was going to go for. I didn't and realize that. so, yeah. So, um, and at the time my uncle, he was, um, the chief at um one of the local agencies here and so i got in contact with him and he set up um for me to shadow so when i went there to shadow it wasn't for digital forensics it was for crime scene so there was i don't know if there was like a miscommunication or what but i ended up that's how i ended up in crime scene so i really didn't know that (laughs) i know i know right yeah that's how it all started so um I shadowed there, I think, I don't I don't know, maybe a couple times. And I was like, all right, this is something I could do, you know? And so that's when I had decided that I was gonna go to school for it. So that's when I applied to SPC um for the crime scene tech program and I finished. And which then, SPC is is uh St. Pete College for anybody not in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like um it's a community college. Um, but they had a crime scene program. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, that's where I'll go. And, um, so I finished, I ended up finishing and, um, I got a job with, um, a local sheriff's office, um, as a fingerprint specialist. So I was in that position for, I think, uh, eight months or so. And then after that, the crime scene section at that agency was doing like a, I think they did like a trial thing for like, what was it called? Crime scene techs or something yeah, I think it was like that. Techs doing property crimes. Yeah. So me and this other girl got chosen to do it. So we would respond to property crimes, and then I guess they realized that there just wasn't there wasn't enough to keep that position. So I actually got offered the crime scene. Um, trainee position so i was in training for a year there and then i think in total i was there for almost four years Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of how we met because you were there already yeah so for me i knew i wanted to do something crime scene related like i definitely watched all the tv did you like it right out i was one of those oh yeah i was definitely one of those and so (laughs) I went to college at 
the University of South Florida for criminology because I, I knew I wanted to do crime scene, but maybe I wanted to be a deputy. I wasn't really sure at the time. And um, there's going to be a lot of ums in this first episode, too, by oh, the way, because yeah. we're figuring this out <laughs> as we go. Uh, so I tried to get into crime scene right out of college. Couldn't do it. Uh, I was actually a legal assistant for three years. Yeah. Three years out of college. Wait, maybe I knew this. Yeah, at the very beginning, because I tried to get into crime scene. Every year I tried and I tried it's and, and hard. they just kept it really is. It took, yeah, three to four years to even get like an interview. So for me, I finally got an interview, but it was for an evidence technician, kind of working in the warehouse and doing stuff like that. And I was like, anything that can get me in the door, I am yeah. on it. And so I went in and I got that job. I did that for about a year and a half and a crime scene opening happened. And I had been kind of on my own time doing ride alongs with our unit and getting to know people in there and just kind of making my face known so that when an opening did come available, I could apply and have kind of a leg up. And I actually didn't get chosen at first. Um, You didn't? No, no, I didn't get chosen. Um, some, a couple of people got chosen over me because two spots were available when I was up for the spot. And so a couple months go by and I get another call a couple months later that's like, hey, the two people we chose aren't going to work out. Do you still want the position? I'm like, um, yes, obviously. <laughs> so I ended up starting same thing as a trainee. I did a year as a trainee and then I've been doing it for a little over eight years now. So Yes, I know. I know. I think I was maybe two years in when you started, two or three years. Yeah. When you started as a trainee. Yeah. And then we really became friends when we were partners on nights. Yeah. So that was probably like. I remember, like, how did we actually become friends? Because I know when I first started there, I think we were probably, you were probably a little skeptical. I was a little skeptical. I think everyone out there, guys, when you start working in an environment, everyone's going to be skeptical about each other. Yes, and everyone talks about each other. And we never know what's true and what's not true, especially, you know, that culture is like that. So, yes. I was skeptical, and I know you were probably skeptical of me. I think the first time that I remember us really clicking as friends, I don't even know how I got invited, but it was either to your engagement party. I think it was your engagement party. Was it? Oh, God. Yes. That's like the first time I ever remember hanging out outside of work and being yeah. like, I really like this chick. She's awesome. And I think I know. We're like kind the of same person. I know. It was, it was from there. It was kind of... Yeah. Our friendship really took off. And then when we became partners on nights, I mean, when you when you're partners with someone, they're like your lifeline. Yeah. So that was and, and, and on nights, too, because you yeah. have no I don't know anybody that's ever worked nights, but you have like no connection to the outer world unless you're on <laughs> nights with that person. No. So it was kind of like survival no. mode. <laughs> I know it was just the two of us. I don't even know how long we were partners for probably at least a year and a half. Well, yeah, because we were partners and then I got pregnant, that yeah. whole story. So that's a that's a story for another day. But yeah. <laughs> you, you were with my partner throughout my whole first pregnancy and all that. Yeah. So, so I yes. So while, while on nights, we found our 
complete obsession with caffeine. <laughs> I'd, ideally coffee we would we would go to the id break room and we would make the biggest pot of coffee that you could possibly see and i i think we were so wired we would get out to homicide scenes and it would be like where do you want us to go what do you want us to do we're ready to go <laughs> i remember like us looking at like the um the cad and we were just like waiting we were yes like, we were definitely it was definitely like back in the day when when we were new, fresh CSIs and we were watching mm-hmm. the calls and like, wasn't something oh, yeah. going to come in? So excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So. And then we would also my favorite, my favorite, favorite part of working nights was, with you was when we would go to Wawa. Guys, Wawa working midnights is like it was our best friend. I mean, how yes. fun was it? That was like the highlight of our night. Which is so sad. Like <laughs> the gas station down the street was the highlight, but it was oh definitely lit at 2 a.m. Not only for the food, but for the entertainment. I mean, yeah. it was not in the best area of town and it was <laughs> it was a lot. But um, let me tell you, you don't have to wait till 5 a.m. for a sizzly. Anybody oh, out there, you can ask for one any hour of the night. <laughs> Sizzlies. That is true. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about that because one night, I remember one night we were craving it. But it wasn't like 5 a.m. And we're like, we need to get a sizzly. Should we just I know. ask? So I remember going in there and we're like, do you have any sizzlies? And it was like maybe yes. 4 o'clock in the morning. We were starving though. We loved it. Yes, I remember. And they have really good iced coffee to plug in mm. the coffee Ew. again. They have the best iced coffee. They do. Um, but anyways, we're going on a tangent. I'm sorry. Yeah. We just, like I said, this is a learning experience for us. Let me let me go back to the whole reason we're doing this podcast in the first place. Yeah. So what our intention is, is to put human faces behind crime scene investigators. Because our section throughout, I know throughout America, I don't know about other countries, but definitely throughout America, we are definitely the forgotten unit. Um, I agree 100%. You know, I, I'm not I mean, I love our, our sworn law enforcement, but I feel like crime scene investigators are really kind of we're overlooked. in the gray area overlooked. We're in the gray area. You know, we're not sworn, but we're also not your nine to five civilians. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think people have a certain perspective about how they look at CSIs. And I'd just like to well, not I, but we would like to put human faces behind these CSIs talk about um, personal and work-life balance. Mental mm-hmm. health is a very, very big thing we'd like to get into. And we'd actually like to have CSIs from all over, call, either hit us on our Instagram page yeah, or definitely. get in touch with us because we'd like to interview people mm-hmm. who have either gone through things and how they overcame them. Also, um, just kind of saying like, yes, I'm a CSI, but I'm also blank. I'm also a mom. I'm also, mm-hmm. you know, I'm putting up with this and just getting into a deeper side of CSIs instead of just like, oh, cool, you go see dead bodies. You, um, you know, take pictures, do fingerprints. Yeah. It's just like TV, right? No, oh unfortunately. My gosh. It's, it's not like TV, guys. It's not. No. <laughs> So, like I said, we, we kind of just want to get into more personal level with CSIs. You know, cases that made you, that hyped mm-hmm. you up, that made your career, like, career-making type cases, all the way down to the ones that broke you, that sent you into therapy, how you overcame those issues, stuff like that. Yeah. So, 
that's kind of where we want to go with that. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, like, you've been at your agency for eight years, and really that's all you know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, after I was there for about four years, I left um, due to some personal reasons, and that's going to be another episode in the future. Um, I actually went to a smaller agency over on the East Coast um, called Boynton Beach, and um, I was there for about two years, and I got to tell you, working for a smaller agency like that, I really liked it because, you know, I think maybe they had 150 officers compared to what, what, what how many officers um, are at um, your agency, would you say? Probably a it's couple gotta, thousand, right? Uh, yeah, it's got to be at least a thousand, if not a couple yeah. thousand. Yeah. So it, for yeah. me, working for a smaller agency like that, it was really cool because you you get to know, you know, the detectives that you work with, like on a personal level, because you're working with these detectives all the time. It's not like when you're going to um, when you're working for a big agency like that, where they are constantly like rotating. You know what I mean? Like you're working with these people every single day. Um, so after, um, my gosh, I keep saying, um, I'm so bad about that. I know it's going to be bad. Like I said, this is our trial and error episode. So I apologize for anybody tuning in. I promise it'll get better. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I feel like, yeah, that was just so all over the place, but, um, after Boynton Beach, I finally came back home and just so you guys know, me and Caitlin, have always been best friends even after I left the office I mean our friendship continued through I mean how many years I think I started over there in 2015 probably 2016 when I met you Mm -hmm. and we're now in 2023 and we've been friends for a while going strong going strong always Mm -hmm. so what else I don't know. I think that's pretty much all we wanted to uh, get into in the first one. I oh, think. coffee. Oh, coffee. yes. Like, we wanted to talk about what we drink on a daily basis so that you guys. Yeah. Well, my first drink of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just have a regular cup of coffee first drink of the day. But midway through the day, Starbucks is my go-to. I will not lie to you people. <laughs> Starbucks is my go-to. I get that. uh quad iced espresso with some cold foam on top that is definitely my go-to espresso no no that's too sweet for me mine is straight iced espresso yes yes espresso all day and then i just get that cold foam on top like the vanilla sweet cream cold foam it's fire it's on fire yeah but i also like bougie stores so we can get into those (laughs) yeah there's a lot of a lot of a lot of local <laughs> spots to where we live that are so good and there's still so many that I haven't even tried but I've done so much research I feel like the past couple weeks that we definitely have to try some of those spots but yes. um, for me and my coffee so I really wasn't a huge coffee drinker before I started crime scene that's before me <laughs> yeah before you yeah exactly and I'd say I literally have to have coffee every single day. If not, like, I, I like mentally am not here. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't even talk to me 
without having my first cup of coffee. And I don't do coffee like that. I do espressos, but I put like right now I have an espresso machine. So I'll get, um, it's kind of like a Keurig, but yep. I've got, I had one. You had one. It's Mm -hmm. different. So I get the double espresso pods and my favorite flavor right now is called Dulce. I like oh, my coffee yes. super sweet though. So I'm like so bad. People, every time I feel like, every time I order my coffee, they're like, that's disgusting. But like, that's yeah. how I like it. It's exactly. So, and it, it's so sweet. Cares? Yeah. I can so, do either or. I could drink like gas station gasoline type. <laughs> like, depending on <laughs> if it's gasoline. the only thing around, <laughs> yes, just like give it to me. I don't even care, but I have to have something. Yeah, me too. Sometimes I'll do energy drinks, but I don't really like to. That's only if I'm like desperate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe well, we used to drink them like the Red Bulls. The Red I think Bulls. we would have Red Bulls and coffee like <laughs> together. I know. I do like Red Bull, but I only like the yellow one. Isn't it's that super... like the tropical one? Yes. It's yeah. so good. Yes, I'll drink it. I'll drink something like that and just pretend that I'm on the beach and not at work. (laughs) I know, know, man. I just – there's going to be so much to talk about and discuss, and I really can't wait until we start interviewing people. Yes, like I said. not just crime scene. Yeah, I don't don't have a problem with doing managers or Mm -hmm. detectives. Anybody that feels like they have a good story to tell, we are here for it. Yeah. We're not, it, it's not going to be, we're definitely not doing like a true crime type thing. So no. I'm, I'm not no, going to be no. really discussing cases or anything like that. Um, we're also not going to be, none of our opinions are going to be affiliated with any law enforcement agencies. These are all right. our own opinions. Um, we're not going to talk about our agencies and I don't really want anybody that comes on here to have to talk about their agencies either so that they feel kind of safe. It's a safe space for them to talk about what they want to talk about. So Definitely. Um, I think if we're going out of our comfort zone, our first yeah. two episodes after this are going to be our own stories. Yeah. So that's a uh, We'll kind of put ourselves out there for you guys to make it kind of more comfortable for other people to talk about what they need to talk about yeah and also i mean i know caitlin's journey has been incredible and it's gonna be it's gonna be i feel like it's gonna be hard to hear but also like you'll get to know her on a better level you know because obviously you don't you guys don't know us so we're sharing our stories because we're human you know these are things that we've been through and we wouldn't be, you know, who we are today without going through it. So it's going to with be, Monica. Yeah. You've overcome a lot to get back to where you are today. And yeah. I'm so proud of you as a friend. <laughs> so I'm sure that other people are really going to appreciate hearing your story. And I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to cry on mine. There you go. (laughs) It's already coming. So just know it's coming. It's coming. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's going to be good. So yeah. So our next two episodes will be that you, you guys will get to know us better and our stories. And then like Kaylin said, if you guys want to message us on Instagram, we're both on there. Um, 
anyone who wants to get interviewed and anything you want to talk about, not just crime scene related, you know? Um, yep. Just humanizing us all and yeah. uh, talking about our struggles and nobody's perfect. We say that all the time yeah. because I know that oh in this gosh. field, it can be, there can be a serious <laughs> pressure to be perfect and it's just, it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. <laughs> like I, I know when I get on the stand sometimes and you know, we're getting hammered at, in court and stuff like, or in the office. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? The no. Monday morning quarterbacking. I'm like, you know what? I did the best <laughs> I could at the time. Okay. Like I'm doing my best. Give me a break. <laughs> I see that all the time. You know, I just, I feel like we get like pushed to our limit constantly. Oh, Absolutely. Like, mm -hmm. they expect so much out of us. And I'm just like, can we, like, hang on a second, take a I'm a doing breather? my best. Yeah. Like, you know, there's only so much we can do. And my my last agency that I came from, we were on call all the time. There were just three of us. That's okay? insane. Yeah. And let me tell you, on call is for the birds, especially when there's only three of you and you're – on call 24 7 for a week straight with no help it's just and you. you were the lowest on the totem pole so i'm sure you were yeah. just taking them left and right i just and yeah. I, I just i i i just i remember one day um i literally oh my gosh i can't even i, I can't even remember how many hours i had overtime on top of the 40 hours that i worked that week um and they just, it was like a constant thing of, we need you to do this, this, that, this, that. And I'm like, I haven't even slept. Okay. Or sat down in a chair. Like Yeah. <laughs> like, I need, if you want me to, to process this scene and do my very best so that you can make an arrest and we can get some suspects, like, I need a break. Because you're not time. Yeah. Not only a break, but in, you're trying to do the best you can do on a scene. And they're like, are you done? Are you done? Are you, oh. Did you do this? Are you done? I'm like, I am doing my best to get done. But I also, do you want it done fast or do you want it done right? Exactly. There's, there's two things. And I am prefer to do it right. So yeah. give, me, give me a minute, please. I know. Oh I know. Now we're getting into like crime scene gripes. And no. we, we should probably slow our roll a little bit. <laughs> I know I was just thinking about that because oh gosh I just oh and then I know I wanted to bring this up too I remember when I first started and you know people would ask you oh what do you do whatever oh the worst question you're like yes. immediate anxiety immediate anxiety but how exciting was it to tell them when you first started because you don't you know you don't really know what you're getting yourself into right yes no so but now, when someone asks me that, I'm like, dude, I... Here we go. Here we go. And you have to be nice because you're in a you uniform. Have you have to be nice. So oh it's like God. the best question in the world. All our, all our, all our um, other CSIs can relate. What's the worst thing you've ever seen? Oh Do God. you really want to know? Because yeah. I don't think... I don't think what your worst thing and my worst thing in my head would be the same. So yeah. I, I'm just no. going to go with, we're not going to go there. Yeah, Enjoy it's day, all bad. <laughs> well, it's all it's, bad. It's all terrible. There's, there's, there's not one specific thing. You know what I mean? It's all bad. 
I just, I don't want to go into detail because I just, I can't even. I don't even have the energy. No. I don't have the energy. No. Like, I don't. I don't want to remember. I don't want to remember. Not I can't remember. I don't want to. Yeah. I want to just push that one back and <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> like. Oh my gosh. No, seriously. Like, we all just, listen, we're all trying to just move forward and take it day by get day. Get through the day. Yeah. That's day it. by day. Yep. Yep. That's all so. we can do. So, yeah. So, I guess we can wrap this episode up now. I'm sure. Um, Y'all have heard we, enough from us for one yeah. episode. I know. I know. Guys, every episode will get better. I mean, this is our first podcast ever. So, we're we're learning. Yes. I'm, I, like I said, I already cringe inside <laughs> listening, thinking oh about listening gosh. to this one. So, I hopefully, know. it's a drop in the bucket for the future. <laughs> And y'all keep listening because don't, don't, please don't take this as like an, <laughs> how yeah. this is going to go. This yeah. is just kind of a, we need to get an episode out. Chance, okay? <laughs> just, just wait a couple more episodes. It'll be fine. I promise it will be fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you're fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, well, we, I guess we'll, um, wrap it up. Wrap it up and <laughs> you'll hear from us soon. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye.